Hello and welcome to the Maidcast, the official podcast of the Museum of Art and Digital Entertainment, a series of lectures on video game history as part of the Maid's ongoing effort to preserve history through teaching and displaying playable exhibits of rare games and consoles. While life in a time of COVID has forced us to close our doors, the support of people like you has allowed us to continue to bring history to you through lectures and interviews like the one you'll hear in a few minutes. I'm Anthony. I'm Miles. I'm Chin. And I'm Red. Today, we welcome back the Just Us League Unlimited uh, for another episode of Chit Chat amongst uh, your your hosts here. We're going to be having a in-depth discussion about Valve's new announcement of the Switch Pro, um, <laughs> as well as uh, other handheld peripherals and just general hand-holding uh, in this episode. So, welcome everybody. Thank you for tuning in to the Maidcast. Uh, this is going to be a big announcement from Valve. And they can't seem to like really nail down what they were announcing. Because even an interview with one of their designers was saying, it's like, you know, you don't even really need to think of it as a console. It's more of just a PC with a controller built in. So, that's a great strong sales voice uh, for something that they're hoping will sell a lot of. Um, <laughs> well, no, I mean, I think I think that's a fair point. People, people on the internet, I say in quotation marks, uh, are comparing this to the Switch or to like uh, the PlayStation Portable or the Vita or whatever. It's, it's not, not that. It is just a computer that has, a con- that has controllers built in. So we need to think of it not as a game console, but as like the like PC gaming that the PC, the portable PC gaming thing. Yeah. And there have been, there have been attempts at that before. And they've also been kind of unsuccessful, but I think what the steam deck has on them is the price point. And yeah, it seems high, but if you compare it to portable PCs, it's actually pretty low. Yeah. It's fairly low as, as far as PCs go and the performance in like in the, in the machine is pretty incredible too. I mean, specs wise, it does have, it has 16 gigs of RAM in this little handheld. It has like a AMD Zen two, four core processor. Uh, like it's the base version has 64 gigs of internal storage, but then there's upgradable versions of 256 and 512. Uh, it does still have, a 3.5 millimeter audio jack. So there is that. You can, uh, that's uh, a big standing point for me. That's probably exactly what, the only reason why I'm going to buy this is because it still has a headphone jack. Um, <laughs> uh, moving away from those has been rough. But I heard people talking about like uh, they're paying money or they're encouraging the game developers to work on something just for this, uh, the deck too so we'll see i think It'll, the part, part of the reason why nintendo switch and the psp will, will have a great success is because of the games not just about the specs so i think that would be like um, a main issue to look for uh, true but like it said you can it's a it's a pc so you can download anything from steam it, they even mention it's like if you want to download another store, go ahead. If you want to uninstall Steam OS and install Windows, go ahead. 
<laughs> it's they're like they're like we just right. we put the stuff with the has base and you can use it, but you can do whatever you want with it. Which I, think which I still think is Linux pretty cool because well, you, well so. yeah, it's a, a Linux, but it, it's a, like a Linux version of SteamOS, but you can still install Windows on it because of the way it's operating. It's it's uh, the Android of handhelds. Uh, it's like do what you want, just figure it out. <laughs> but it's uh, I I like the idea a lot. The the one thing, ergonomically speaking, I don't like how they kind of made the touch pads. So it has two joysticks on the inner part of the top section of the screen where you hold it. And then it has like a D-pad to the right and A, B, X, Y buttons. Uh, sorry. It has like a D-pad to the left of one joystick and other buttons to the right. I I wish buttons would still be more centric, even though they do have touch pads like the Steam controller. I, as far as gaming goes, I just like the tactile feedback of buttons. It, it it provides a lot more connection, whereas like a touch pad is still just kind of you're you feel like you're guessing. It's not like you're executing exactly, but it's still very good. Uh, I. I think that this is a great move to go into the future. I, I also think that other consoles could also have success with, like, in a couple years, uh, with also having handheld peripherals for their systems. Uh, oh, yeah. uh, whether they will Absolutely. go that route, I am unsure, but... PlayStation had a lot of success with the Vita and the and the PSP, even though now they're discontinuing support for it. It's it, I think those systems were just a bit too early and a little bit ambitious for the technology at the time to achieve what mm -hmm. they were trying to achieve. I mean, I think I think part of the deal is that they came out against uh, Nintendo, which has always sort of just dominated the the handheld market the portable market true true um but nowadays the portable market is phones like yeah the portable market is phones and another th and the thing about that the switch has in it is that it is a built-in portable machine as well as far as as well as the main console so i think that is uh, i really thought that that was amazing and unique and i still think it is it they did such an amazing job executing it and the ease of use of literally just plugging it in and then it's running up on your tv is pretty mm -hmm. awesome uh i i do think that playstation and xbox would benefit from having some sort of portable peripheral to compete with that if they can get it down so and like the the always on connected to the internet thing that would make more sense is if Xbox would have like launched that with a saying it's only you need to be always connected if you're playing your portables on it like you just need to have a your system connected and then a wireless connection on your handheld to somehow communicate with each other it there's as far as handheld peripherals go, we all really know that the Game Gear is what everyone was trying to shoot for in the beginning. Uh, the Game Gear <laughs> is 
you know, I think that what's most reminiscent about this Steam Deck is because I think it looks like a Game Gear. Uh, I, I do think it may have a little bit better processing than a Game Gear, but the negative side of it is that it doesn't run on D batteries. Um, so take with that as you will if you want to carry around giant batteries and play for about an hour, half hour, then go Game Gear. Mm -hmm. uh, but the Steam Deck is definitely definitely a bit of a step up or a downgrade depending on what you're looking at for it but i guess i guess my main concern about it at this point um is that steam or valve has a kind of iffy track record on following up on things yes um uh shoot what was it uh the 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 steam was it a console uh, the steam controller um, came out, ran into a bunch of problems, and then they sort of just discontinued it and forgot about it. I still like it, but that's, you know, I'm in the very small majority, minority of people. Um, uh, they they did the Steam console, uh, which was supposed to be like a, a set-top box. You, just, you know, put it next to your TV and it plays your computer games. Um, mm -hmm. It turned out to just, to not really have any first-party um components it was just sort of a brand to put on gaming computers mm -hmm. um again fizzled out didn't go anywhere um the steam link is essentially just a fancy um uh like hdmi uh send from your computer to your tv like so that mm -hmm. you can just stream games from your computer onto your tv and it works fine but you know it doesn't really you don't need it um, so I no, guess I'm kind of you concerned don't need that, hmm? no, I was just saying that's like, you don't need it, but yeah, you can, I mean, it, it, but it's like, do you want it? Because the, the, you can have this for someone who's gaming centric, this may be a good purchase. Uh, like, I think instead of like getting like a, the kid, maybe like a small gaming PC or something, this could be a cool first like handheld can mess around with it and like learn how to play some play other games and have it be portably viable because mm -hmm. there's so many the, the options of pc games uh is what really strikes me is because like the the library of what you can play on this is just so massive uh again it's kind of like how the new xbox kind of like launched their stuff it's like all of our other stuff is backwards compatible. All of our other, yeah, all of our other stuff is backwards compatible now. It's like you, there's many more Xbox 360 games you can play, other Xbox One games you can play on it. it there's a lot that the back catalog and the upgrades to the back catalog on a machine. I just don't usually want to play my PC game on a portable device. Like, if I'm playing some mm -hmm. first-person shooter, I would not want to be sitting on my couch just looking at a small monitor with a controller and panic yelling, oh, I can't aim it. But I want to <laughs> sit in my room with a mouse and keyboard and just look at a big, relatively bigger monitor. That's my problem. I with, understand that. With with um, a, a PC-based... My biggest problem against a, a PC-based portable console is... I don't want to play those games on a portable de device, but I want to just play them on PC instead. If I'm to play the indie games, then what 
why do I spend like 400 bucks to buy a device just to play indie games other than just, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, but apparently this thing runs Crisis. So I, I, I think that's... And a, Control as well. Yeah, that's and Control. Uh, and I think I'm pretty sure you can run, run the original Doom on it as well. Or maybe just on the infrared sensor. But it, <laughs> there's... Uh, I mean... They like can't these honestly. Days, the toaster can run Crisis. Yes, but like, I do have to say, well, and, and so can my smart fridge. But, uh, <laughs> but like I, I think that I uh, truthfully, I think this is a really cool novelty, uh, and I do think that they're this. Like I wish them the best because I like the idea of handhelds with a lot of power and game options. I love that idea. But I just have a feeling that this is going to be uh, relegated to a cor- like a corner with the NVIDIA handheld and other different handhelds in the future at, at, with a special corner in our museum. Uh, yeah, there will definitely be a collectible items. Maybe 30 years later, people will say, hey, they used to make this stuff and you can just yeah, take it Yeah, I mean, in 30 board. years from now, you'll remember it and, be, and then you'll pick it up and pick it up for $1,000 and then it'll be like, oh, wait, this is why I didn't buy it for 400 originally. But, <laughs> I mean, I think it may be, it may be a nostalgic thing. We'll, we'll see what goes on. I mean, we'll have to um, start prepping the museum for the Steam exhibit. <laughs> We're yeah. going to be rich. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we'll see what goes on. It's going to be the amount of things that I, I wish the best for this for this success. <laughs> does yeah, the, I mean, does I the museum to... have a Steam console somewhere in it? Uh, I think. Well, I think we have like the Alienware version of the Steam box. Yeah, uh, we have a couple different like nooks that we use uh, to display different things. But there's a lot of see a big thing about like a lot of the steam consoles is because they're steam and valve like valve doesn't make i mean they they made half-life alex but they didn't make other than that recently there's they're working on like peripherals and other beefy different things their ideas of what should be and what they want to push and show people their vision for the future is very weird uh I mean, it's very steampunk, but you know, uh, <laughs> I know it's bad. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, everybody. I'm sorry. I apologize. Um, oh, I get it now. If you're still listening, <laughs> uh, <laughs> the steam, the steam console. Is, I don't know. I'm just like looking at it. I like the idea, but I don't think it's going to be anything major in the future. Also, at the price point too. I mean, you can buy upgradable like US. Uh, SD storage, so you can buy a micro SD card and have it be up to like 500 more gigs and store mm-hmm. it that way. So that's very cool. But also, if you only the two upper levels of this Steam Deck are going to have NVMe uh, storage available. So, but like again, to make it more like a PC, you're going to be able to have those in the future. I do. <laughs> So my my question is also if like you can plug this into a TV port, can you just plug this in and have it be the controller uh, directly from the handheld? I think that 
will be. I mean, it's it, that would be similar to the Switch. I mean, they have like third-party connectors that act not as the Switch dock. It doesn't act as like a full dock. It's a cable that you can just plug in and you can just plug it. I in mean, you can you can just pull out a dock around. You can just use the the Joy-Con to connect with your PC because it just Bluetooth. And, oh yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So you don't well, have to plug your whole Switch in it. But for this, uh, for the deck, I. I'm not sure, but I can see someone would like to do it if they really like the controller. Yeah. Uh, my but again, my big thing of is like if you're going to be streaming and the bat the battery life seems very wimpy because for a game that's like a portable thing, you want to have it. It says they're advertising two to eight hours, so two hours of like intensive gaming on it. But even then, that's to have a battery to come out and charge it again, that's very different. I mean, we'll see how it goes, but I, remember, I, I wish it the best. I remember those days using PSP, we just pull out a battery and we place a new one and that's, and yeah, and you don't have to charge it. You just have a spare battery and mm-hmm. everything is yeah. easy to assemble and you just put a new battery. Boom, you can play it again. And oh, I love, I loved that ability. The PSP was my favorite handheld system. I really, really wish that they would... I wish there was more games uh, that I was interested in to play, or like... I mean, they used to release games on... like I mean, old like Nintendo games or Nickelodeon property games. You know, all the old cartoon games. And it's like, play it on every console. Every handheld, play it on DS, play it on Switch, play it on PS3, PS4, uh, Xbox 360, Xbox One. Uh, play it on everything. So, I think, I think the Steam console is actually going to be. It's going to be interesting to see how people pull it apart and upgrade it to make it do other things. Because I think people are going to also just be trying to tweak it, upgrade the battery life, upgrade the screen, maybe too. Because like a seven-inch screen is okay. That's kind of what we're operating on with the Switch. But I, I just don't think it's going to be... It's gonna. It's not going to be a huge hit. It's not going to be a console killer. I don't think it's going to put a ton of dents into the Switch's sales. No. I mean, it didn't. I mean, they're after different markets. They're not They're not yeah. even really in the same ballpark. True. True. It's also pretty hard to... Fu- it's Nintendo's proprietary. I mean, the one thing that this also... Uh, another thing that this also has over the Switch is a browser built in. So at least you can browse the internet a little bit better. Well, hey, on the um, Wii U, you could watch Netflix. Really? Finally. Yeah, Yeah, you can watch Netflix on the Wii U. Wow, they're really dedicated. on the Wii. On developing a Netflix. No, the Wii also had the Netflix app. Oh. I think. When did they have it? I mean, I think Netflix was boom after the Wii U has gone. Is it? It It was late in the... We use or the Wii's life cycle, but I remember I remember having a um, Netflix app on my Wii. Wow! Yes, that's actually. I love how that's the <laughs> that's like the amazing point that we're all blown away by is that Nintendo allowed you to watch streaming services on their console. It was really cool. <laughs> I never used it, but I I was really like impressed that that was a thing. Yeah, that that's they actually did. impressive. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Exactly. I mean, Nintendo games are what draw people to their consoles. Uh, there's a lot of Nintendo titles have just 
They have a level a level of whimsy and just fun that I don't think a lot of systems are able to really just grasp. Well, I do. Uh, there's I do so many games a, that are released on the Switch that are just fun. I have a friend who always use Switch to watch YouTube. I know because every time I watch on my friend is I saw him using YouTube while online. Mm-hmm. So I guess there is some people who like to use it for streaming service. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I mean, I I use it. I use it to watch YouTube as well. If I'm hanging out in bed and I'm just watching, like playing some games and I want to break, I'm just going to put it on. And because it's a bigger screen than my phone. Yeah, like that's the thing. It's like, it's like handheld, but it's still bigger than your phone screen. You can actually see people's pores. The sound is a. I wish they would have upgraded speakers in it, or I wish that would be part of the. Is that part of the new? Uh, I think so. Switch screen? Yeah, I think so. They said it has speakers? better speakers, yeah. Okay. All right. We'll see. Does it have the same battery life or a longer battery life? Because that would be the other thing. Not sure about that. Uh, we'll we'll see. Not sure. Not sure about that. We'll we'll see once it's released and we can actually play it. Uh, but I do want to ask, uh, what have y'all been playing recently? Because I've I've still just been playing with my Switch now. I've been playing a lot more Mario Kart just because of the portability and I can bring it to places and we can have fun with people. But I also want to have like Super Smash Bros is another one that's just. An amazingly fun portable game to play, but as far as like storyline goes or like deep stories or hardcore online competitions, mm-hmm. what has everybody been playing? It's the gambling week in Final Fantasy fourteen. So I have been staying in the so called Las Vegas in Final Fantasy fourteen for like the few days. Oh, a game within a game. Yeah, there's a Las Vegas in there. Yeah, there's a Las Vegas there, and I, that makes sense. Yeah, I'm just playing jackpot and some other mini games, uh, Chocobo Racing. Um, I spend most of my time playing Mahjong, and <laughs> mm. yeah, mm. and we we that's one game that I we're all doing that just because. Um, Later in, I think in, in September, they will have uh, a, a collaboration with Final Fantasy Fifteen, which you can buy their car. Ooh, hmm. yeah, yeah. You can I'm, buy the car. I'm very familiar it, with that as, car. As a as an in-game mount with the money mm. of the. So-called Las Vegas in the game, so everyone is grinding for. Does them. that mod? Does does it essentially just mod your mount? You or? you can just ride it. You can just ride a car with your friends, Ooh. and yeah, Ooh. it's pretty cool. I like that. Yeah, I, I, that's why I'm. I might have to get final. Oh, that's right. They're sold out. They're sold out of the digital copies. What a bummer! I don't oh, think yeah. I'm gonna be able to play anymore. But don't worry about that. I think they're handling the problem. Just a, a few days ago, <laughs> I I saw our, they're manufacturing more. They codes actually right apologized now. for that for too many players running into the game. They said we apologize for not seeing that coming, and we'll fix this problem very soon. And then I th- I, th- I still think that's just yeah, funny. I, I'm sorry, too many people play our game. Yeah. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm sorry we made a good game. Yeah, I'm sorry we did too good. Yeah. I'm I I love honestly, I love the Final Fantasy world and I really probably should get it if I enjoy it that much just because it's uh, it's just getting into getting into the online games, it's just it it's daunting to me because of the endless possibilities. Just don't worry like about it. I play. mean, Final Fantasy fourteen. <laughs> so yeah, just do it. Just don't worry yeah, about it's a, it. It's, it's a game it's like, designed. It. It's a game designed to be live and get in uh, in any time. You can just chill and do the stuff whenever you you want to be. Okay, be yeah. whatever you want to be. Yeah, it it's. Uh, I like that. It's a game uh, designed very suitable for the for. All his people in Japan, so you know they always work for a long hour. So they do quite okay. a lot of design just for those people. It's mm, pretty flexible I game like, time. Okay, they should hire you as their salesman because I think you just you just got a new <laughs> customer. <laughs> uh, you know, every single Final Fantasy fourteen player is uh, is a walking advertisement for the game itself. Just because of the okay. how 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 the community of the game is, I appreciate, I appreciate a good community. When that and honestly, when I was playing, I played a little bit of Elder Scrolls Online when it was first out with some friends of mine because I really love the Elder Scrolls universe, mm -hmm. and I was just I thought that was a fun way to do it, but. I also had friends that skipped all of the lore and dialogue okay. stuff, which is what I like. And they were just like, no, we just got to do it and like beat the... I was like, no. This is the world. Immerse yourself. Don't just treat it you, as some sort of... You don't of do that in 14. Skin in 14, people will no. wait until you finish all the, all the necessary cutscenes. They'll oh, just yeah. do it, stand I, there cheering for you if it's the first time you, you enter some dungeon and no one will skip it. That's beautiful. That's beautiful. And so... And one thing I wanted to ask about Final Fantasy fourteen is how much of the is it its own unique world, or does it include any like areas from previous Final Fantasy titles? They do pay respect to some of the previous game. Like sometimes you will see some bosses of the previous Final Fantasy game appears, but usually they there's not a huge relation with the previous Final Fantasy game and. You can treat it as an amusement park of Final Fantasy, the whole series, and okay. you will see some family faces, but you don't have to know them before to play the game. Mm. As you know, every single okay. Final Fantasy game is their own kind. They are. They, I, the storytelling is also just one thing that's really amazing to me. Yep, they can tell. They can tell a really amazing story in. In a really unique world, and Final Fantasy does it again. I, but also I've as I'm as I was playing Final Fantasy 15, which I still need to finish. Mm. The game, like it, starts out like opening you up and allowing you to freely explore. But then as you move along, the world seems to just get smaller, in my opinion. But also, playing it on my PC, which was way more powerful than the system it was initially built for. If I played this on PS4, I think I would have, like, if I played this when it came out on PS4, I think it, I would have had a different experience. Uh, 
because the loading times were longer on the PS4 and then the driving and allowing you to look around, uh, that's much more like take your time pacing. Uh, I thought it was really nice to play, but it definitely acted more as like an active loading screen rather than something else. But you can still like you can still operate the shop and anything else you want from the car. So it, you you were allowed to do other things while you were driving, but the pacing just seemed kind of off. They, I mean, they really wanted you to just like spend time with the characters, which I think which I thought was really cool. But interesting narrative choice. As far as other games, though, there's so many other games that now that I'm settled into my new apartment are mostly there. I'm going to getting get more of a dive into these games and check out what I can. Really explore the possibilities of the Switch. Check out many indie games. I may even get into Splatoon. Oh. Oh, we'll that's see. That's actually a good time. We'll see. If you Yeah, if you Would you recommend the first one or the of second course, one? The second first? one. I mean <laughs> the first one you can only play it on 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 Wii U I, I believe. Oh, and it, I think it's a pretty okay. good time to get your hands on Splatoon for now because there'll be a new one next year, and it's yeah, it's a good time to get used to it. Okay, all right, but again, just so many Nintendo titles just have so much fun centered around them. They're it's just fun to play. It's just fun. Like they just released a a fifty-one game pack of like all the house game, like you know, dice and dominoes and cards and. It'll be interesting to, you know, just buy a $400 console just to play cards and Yahtzee in one device. Mm-hmm. <laughs> totally. That's weird. the game that sold me on the Switch, you guys. I, it's all the uh, Yahtzee and Sorry. And that's what I wanted to <laughs> play on the Switch. Makes it really interactive and fun. I, I think we may have to dust off a shelf uh, in the museum for this in about 10 years. Uh, we'll see how it goes, but... We have the NVIDIA handheld. There's also, being at the museum, there is so many just handheld peripheral consoles that people have released that are just, that are you probably have never even heard of. It's it's a marvel. And soon enough, uh, with all your support that you've been giving us, we'll be able to open our doors again and allow you to experience and play some pretty amazing games. Uh, so everybody stay safe. Mm-hmm. see how the rest of this year goes but until then we want to thank you for listening to the museum of art and digital entertainment's official podcast if you have any thoughts questions corrections or general museum ideas please shoot us an email at info at the we'd like to send out a big thank you to everyone who donated recently and to our patron supporters who keep the maid afloat Patron donors get to listen to this podcast one week before it's released on major streaming services. And we continue that with future episodes every week. Till then, I'm Chun. I'm Miles. I'm Red. And I'm Anthony. Thanks. We'll see you next time.